Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to the Locker Room. It's a live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download, use, and you can talk to myself, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. And you can share your experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app, free on the iOS App Store. You can create your profile. You can follow the people you want and see when they go live. Check out the Locker Room. All right, guys, welcome to our Pit Panther Rants and our Sports Rants podcast. Watt Harris, your host, brought to you by the Sports Drink. And, um, yeah, um, welcome in, guys, Watt Harris. It's Monday, actually. It's 12.19 past midnight. And, well, you know, I figured, why not just say happy freaking Monday? whole bunch of stuff going on pit-wise. Well, first of all, pit baseball, they got snubbed from the uh, NCAA tournament for Alabama. Pit baseball had a hell of a year. It's just towards the end, they lost 8 of 9, I believe. Yeah, they lost 8 of 9, and I mean, they pretty much lost out the regular season, and no matter what, you can't put your fate in the hands of the selection committee. And that's basically what happened here. They um, they have plenty of opportunities. I'm leaving my phone here because I'm recording. And, you know, regardless, I mean, if you're a team that hasn't really been in the tournament, like Pitt has, in fact, they haven't been the they haven't been the incident of tournament in twenty six years. You know, committee is not going to if it comes down to Alabama, which Alabama got picked over Pitt, and their final stretch wasn't too glowing either. But if you're going to choose between Bama and Pitt, you're going to choose they're going to choose Alabama no matter what. It doesn't matter. If Pitt's in the ACC school. Currently, Pitt is a Big East program that just happens to be in the ACC right now. And that's what I believe, that's pretty much what the uh, mindset is here. So it doesn't really matter what Pitt's conference affiliation is. They're going to go with Bama, the SEC team. That's just how it is. And, I mean, for Pitt, I mean, hopefully they use this as a learning experience, some motivation for next season. I mean, they got to take something with it. And hopefully, maybe next year, the committee will take them more seriously. Pitt Women's Volleyball had this issue before, where no matter what, they weren't getting the one seed. And finally, they got it. And, of course, you know, things don't work out too good. This past year, they went to Elite Eight. It's tough. It's a tough thing. But... 
Obviously, Pitt's doing some big things, especially the Olympic sports. So I won't expect them to, uh, you know, I, I'm not. I won't be. I won't be surprised next season if they uh, fare a little better and have a much better season. Who knows? We see them in the tournament next year. Now we did get some other good news here. Pitt uh, football landed a commit, Sam Vanderhaar from Australia. He's a punter. Commits to Pitt. Uh, class of class of 20, 2022. and he comes from a you know a program that's produced multiple Ray Guy Award winners. Sam Vanderhaar, you know that's a good name. I mean, I would call him. I don't know. I would call him Sam Van Hagar. You know, like from from Van Halen. You know how how they say Van Hagar instead of you know Van Halen. How they do the whole um, you know the, the types of the Van Halen. Uh, eras. I mean, there was the David Lee Roth, which is Van Halen with David Lee Roth. Then there was with Sammy Hagar, you know, Sam, you know, the Van Hagar era. I mean, those two eras will always be debatable. Both uh, eras produce, yeah, they produce some pretty classical, classic content. Oh, uh, now with David, Lee, now with. Um, now with Eddie Van Halen gone, I just don't see. I'm not sure we see much of Van Halen after this. Um, I mean, we'll always have you know all the classic albums and stuff. And I mean, Michael Anthony, I believe, is uh, he's he's doing work with uh, he's working with uh, he's doing shows of uh, Sammy Hagar. And of course, Sammy. And uh, Eddie, you know, they, they, they clear up their differences. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Let's get back to actual pit content stuff instead of rant, ranting about rock bands. Um, pit basketball landed a transfer. Uh, they got a, a four by name of Mohamedou Gaye. I guess that's how you pronounce it. He's a six foot nine player. Uh, he's from Stony Brook. Uh, he gives Pitt plenty of size. That, that, you know that, what they needed because they need a big man inside. I'm not sure how he's going to pan out because Pitt's history with JUCOs and transfers just hasn't been good. I know transfers; it's been a train wreck. We always say we're going to add some sort of touted uh, transfer, and it just never happens. JUCOs, you know, we haven't been too bad. I mean, we, we've had some good ones. I mean. I mean, Jermaine, Jermaine Dixon was a Juco, and of course, we know him for the, uh, he's well noted for the Villanova game where he took that, where he turned the ball over and, uh, you know, did that, uh, yeah, and caused a, you know, a three-point play for Villanova. That's one of his famous things. I mean, we could talk about his Twitter behavior at one point, where he said some things about Joe Flacco, although Flacco got the last laugh with his 100-plus million dollar contract. Now, Pitt did have some luck with Jared Wilson frame. I mean, he did pretty well. But other than that, I mean, it's just been really, you know, I don't know. We just haven't had good luck. So hopefully, uh, I'm trying to be positive here about this Pitt Hoops team, but I, don't, I have no idea. Pitt did have some, uh, we had some bad news this past week. This past week, uh, Eric Mobley passed away, died at age 51. And he was having, he had a bowel cancer. I mean, age fifty one is just all it's just so damn young. 
you know, for you know, for um, for you know, for death. I mean, it just. I mean, hell, I'm all, I'll be forty two next month, so it just. Yeah, I mean, he just one of the main players I watched growing up, and he was just a hell, you know, he was a hell of a pit player. I mean, that was a. I mean, that was a. I was still towards the end of the Paul Evans era. And yeah. But yeah, that was some bad news. I mean, we did. And Pitt Women's, Brianna Kessel. Kessel has joined the Pitt Women's pro- basketball program as an assistant. I mean, that program needs all the help they can get. And hopefully, maybe Brianna can help out in some way. Because Lance White needs something here. Because he's been here and it's just been such an uphill battle for him. I just don't know. Um, we did have the NBA playoffs. Going over all the other rounds of sports. Um, the Pens obviously got knocked out of the playoffs. They just, um, you know, after uh, Jerry gave, gave up that, uh, turned that puck over, that was that was pretty much it. I mean, the Penguins did. I mean, they did. They did rally behind Jerry in the next, in the final, in the elimination game, and they, uh, you know, they rallied. They rallied around him by playing all playing like shit in that game. I haven't really watched the Penguins enough to really understand, you know, give any input as to how um, how they should be fixed, what they should do. I mean, I think I think you write out your top stars. Crosby and Malkin until you can, and then eventually go until you until you go and eventually go back in the lottery. And you know when you're so bad, you get back in the lottery draft, and then you figure things out. I mean, it's it's rinse and repeat. I mean, when we had Lemieux, we had Yager for a while as well. Then we we eventually lost both of them, and then we just were so bad that you know we got back in the lottery and we got Crosby, we got Malkin the year before that. I believe we got Flair year. Didn't we get Flair year, year before? It was it was something like that. But we got three big centerpieces. We got a really good goaltender. We got two good, really good offensive players. And things took care of from there. I mean, we got three cups out of it. I mean, I think we could have more than three cups with with this group, but it just didn't happen. Think you know it. You know, it just it did. You know, you know, two thousand nine. After you know, when they finally won the the cup, we expected more. It just didn't happen for a, few, a couple of years. I think too much was put in the Dan Bilsma. They got rid of him, and then you know they finally get two more cups. You know, I think you just ride on until it fully collapses. That's all I can really say about it. And be sure to check out the locker room. It's a live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. Talk to myself. I, actually, I don't even use it, but whatever. Other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting for breaking news. Share your experiences on the app. All you need to do is download that locker room app. It's free on the iOS. You create a profile, link it to your Twitter, or whatever, and join a group. And fall, you know, do, do a whole bunch of other stuff. All right, we're back to let's get around the sports. Um, Logan Paul and uh, Floyd May, uh, what's his face? Floyd Mayweather boxed. I'm just bowing names today. 
Um, but for some reason, I know who Logan freaking Paul is. I can't, you know, I can't remember uh, who Floyd Mayweather is. I mean, I know he's a boxer, but I can't remember his full name. But for some reason, I just know who Logan Paul is, and that's the genius of Logan Paul and his marketing abilities. People hate him. People, he's made people hate him so much that they that they remember him, and they forget about all the other shit. Um, that I had that supposedly that game that, that match with the full uh, the full length is what I heard. It was fifty dollars, and to be honest with you, I wasn't wasting plenty of other things I can burn fifty dollars on than to do that. The winners though are Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather because they're going to get a payday out of this, and I'm sure they'll do it again because everybody I'm sure bought that hoping Logan would get his would get his ass knocked out, and it just didn't happen. So there's that. NBA playoffs, LeBron. I mean, this. I mean, this is like. I mean, this is impressive for the NBA. I mean, uh, in terms of body count, uh, you have um, you have um, I mean, you. I mean, look, look who you had in the first round that bowed out. I mean, you had Russ. Russell Westbrook bows out with Bradley Beal. Um, Luka Doncic, he, get, he just got bounced out today by the uh, the Clippers. Uh, Dame Lillard gets bounced out. And LeBron got bounced out in AD. Well, you know, AD was hurt, but still. I mean, that's a pretty impressive group of guys that got bounced out of the first round of the NBA playoffs. Now, these guys, the way they played... There wasn't much rest between both of these. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of rest between both of these um, things, uh, these playoffs, these seasons, um, which explains what happened. You know, the Lakers were a lost cause in the playoffs. I mean, they were limping. I'm sure they'll be back next season because LeBron. You know, you can't sleep on LeBron. The Trailblazers, they beat the Nuggets. The Nuggets had a, the Nuggets had a whole bunch of guys on injury. Uh, one notable is Jamal Murray. And the Trailblazers are very talented that they could have probably gave Nuggets a much better... Um, they could have gave, gave much better of a game. I mean... Game six, uh, after that out of bounds controversial thing with um, I believe with Mello or or um, or Nurkic was one of the two. They just it was you know it, it, it got you know it looked like a Nuggets player touched it. And it it's you know it was Nuggets ball anyway. It seemed like the Trailblazers they 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 were losing the lead at that point. They just lost their composure and that's it. I mean. It's, I mean, it seemed like Dame was the only guy doing anything. And, I mean, I mean, they have a, they have a talented enough nucleus there where they could have at least given Nuggets a better game. They didn't. They flamed out. And, of course, the coach, you know, got, um, the coach got, you know, he got fired. I mean, if you look at the Nuggets <laughs> roster, it's basically Joe Kick. Uh, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., Monty, Monty Morris, and Jermichael Green. I mean, the Nuggets are basically on a skeleton crew. I mean, there's no excuses to why the Trailblazers lost in six to this team. 
But, you know, the Hawks took what beat the Sixers today. The Mavs, they just lost to a good Clippers team. And, you know, people said that uh, Donkey needs help. But, well, it's probably true. Because well look at look at look at, I mean look at um, look what happened in uh, well they won game five but other than uh, Luca who had forty two points Tim Hardaway is the only other guy with double figures at twenty I mean Bobo and you know Porzingis was supposed to be a big help to him but it just didn't seem like it and of course you know it seemed like he had some help this game but it just wasn't enough I mean Clippers were just all over the place. I mean, Kawhi had 28, Marcus Morris 23. I mean, they had a whole bunch of guys in double figures in this game. So, I mean, it's all too interesting. Um, the Nets, I think, obviously, they have a big series against the Bucks, and the Nets obviously are up 1-0. I'm not sure how this game plays out. I mean, I think this whole thing benefits the Nets because... KD has been out because he hasn't really been he hasn't really been healthy the last few years and he's you know rested. You know Kyrie obviously is rested, and so is Harden because his team bowed out last year early. And they just seem like they're very in sync. And I just I just don't see the Bucks being able. To, I don't see the Bucks having enough to get past the Nets. You know, I mean if you look at this group, I mean Giannis. Brooke Lopez, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. These guys aren't getting by Durant, Blake Griffin, who's all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden back to, like Popeye. I mean, he's, um, you know, he was hurt and ailing towards the end of his career in Detroit, and somehow he's regained himself being traded to a team full of talent. I mean, I'm, it's just, it's amazing. But I'm not sure James Harnstass is in game two. In fact, let me look him up and see what he, See what he's doing. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's out of game two as well. So I'm not sure how this shapes up now with Harden out. We'll see how it goes. But as far as everything else goes, I mean, that's... Man, it's a short podcast because I really don't have much else to talk about. Um, I could ramble about the NBA, but I'm just not. Jesus, there's just not, nothing to talk about. Now, you all know about the about tennis, about the French Open. Um, Naomi Osaka, um, she left the tournament. Um, in fact, let's go back to that and see what happened. Remember, remember this now. She didn't want to talk to the press. And, of course, I said, well, if you don't talk, we're gonna, you're going to be fine. And she said, well, fine. If you're going to find me for not talking to the press, I'm just going to pull the French Open. And, not, um, you know, and take care of my mental health. You know, I'm not sure what's going on with it. Well, I mean, I do. I mean, no. Naomi Osaka has been playing tennis since she was like three or four years old. Okay, and some people are just, they have a hard time speaking in public. I mean, she's 23. She may get better with it. You know, if she wants to pull out, it's her prerogative. I mean, it doesn't affect it doesn't affect what we do our next day, day in, day out. I mean, take care of yourself and let her take care of her. I mean, that's all I can say about it. 
Um, Roger Ferrer pulled out, and he just said, you know, he pulled out due to his injuries. He's just not healthy. But I mean, you know, these athletes—they've been—they've been brought up to you know that being these me appearances are mandatory and they have to do them, but. If you remember Zach Greinke, who plays for the Astros now, he had anxiety. He had social anxiety with this, you know, where he had a hard time talking in public, talking to, just dealing with with all this, being being a star. And he almost, I mean, he almost quit baseball over his anxiety altogether. And you know, now he just handles it. But I mean, he just when he talks, it's, he's he's very awkward when he talks because he doesn't know much else to say. I mean. Demo Zaka's twenty three years old. She may get. She may get. She may get over this. It's any, if anything, you know, she's been playing tennis since she was three, and maybe she just she just wired to play tennis and not to publicly speak. I mean, it happens. I mean, when you when you have people who are like engineers, they're so wrapped. They're they, they, you know you know, engine, you know to be an engineer, it's a lot of work, and you're so wired into it that sometimes sometimes you're so, you know a lot of engineers I, I talk to they're socially awkward. Because, you know, they spend so much time wrapped up in what they're doing, what they're doing in college and in their profession that, you know, that sometimes, you know, their social aspect just isn't there. I mean, some, it does eventually come, but it's, you know, that's how it is for some people. I mean, not just engineers, could be anybody. But, I mean, if you're just wrapped up in something and you just, you know, it takes time to, to grow out of it. Especially with job interviews. I mean, I hate job interviews, but... I've done them so top many times and I can it's no big deal to me now. It's just, you know, being able to some people just have a hard time putting their thoughts together at that at that moment when they get when they when they get questions that asked to them. So anyways, I'll just close to hear you guys. Take care of yourselves. Have a great week. Have a pit. Bye.